Hello and welcome to the Sounds from the Grave podcast, a podcast where we talk all things horror and horror related. My name is Yusuf. And my name is Vanya. And evil dies tonight. Hi guys, so happy Halloween. Uh, it is finally that time of year where we all dress up and pretend to be who we want to be or what we wish to be. So uh, we have a very special episode uh, this this episode, episode, this episode, bleh, words, but it's, it's fine. A- um, but you know, it's gonna be a fun episode because we will be talking about some a movie that actually recently released, which is Halloween Kills. That is correct. So, we're gonna be kind of deep diving into Halloween Kills. We're gonna try and do it a little bit different because uh, we were just talking about this earlier, where like our last couple episodes have been us kind of summarizing the movie. But this time we're going to try something a little bit different. We're going to do more of a an actual review and talking about things that we liked in the movie, things we didn't like, um, some of the technical aspects for like the filmmaking aspect of it, uh, some like, you know, music and that kind of stuff. So we're going to go a little bit deeper into just us talking about what happens in the movie. Like to apologize in advance, um, just in case we are jumping back and forth because... Uh, since we're not kind of going in order, um, we might mention stuff that happened earlier in the movie or later in the movie. So don't feel confused. But if you haven't seen the movie, this is actually a little bit better. So you're not actually feeling like you're getting the movie spoiled or just handed yes. to you. But it's something, um, you know, you, that you should consider while listening to us. We might be jumping back and forth. It's Correct. not going to be uh, in order. Yeah. Now, granted, with that being said, I, I definitely will say that there are going to be spoilers in this. So if you haven't seen Halloween Kills, I I would click away from the episode, ha- uh, watch it, and then come back just in case. Because we are definitely going to be talking what happens in the movie and going into the spoiler territory at some point. All right. And also, if you ha- guys have not watched Halloween Kills, it is available on Peacock. Uh, of course, with the subscription, uh, I have tried to do the free subscription and does it work that way? You do have to pay the fourteen ninety nine to be able to have access to Halloween Kills. Yep. But if you don't want to pay that, it is fine. It is You can go into theaters and it will be right there waiting for you. Uh, just back in the old times before, uh, you know, the panini. But, you know, it's fine. Panini. <laughs> the, <laughs> the panini. I like how we're going to come up with a different... I yeah. panini. Like I say, all kinds of weird. We should just try to come up with like different ones. Keyword, yeah. With like, yeah, we should just try to come up with like different words for it. At this point, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but without further ado, actually, real quick, do you have any news to share, or any anything that you've seen going on in horror? Not. Exactly. Um, unless you do. Um, the um, only like, well, the only big one that I saw recently it was uh, something that I saw on Bloody Disgusting. It's this new Halloween kind of spooky movie, kind of a gateway movie. It's more for like aimed at like you know the not necessarily the kitty crab, but more of like a family type movie. Oh, I was about um, to say teeny boppers. Not teeny boppers. <laughs> it's not. It's not aimed. Don't worry. It's not just aimed at crotch goblins. It's aimed at the family. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> Just like Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween's a little aimed. Oh, but I freaking love Hubie Halloween. It's such a fun, like, Halloween movie, though. Yeah, what's crazy is that I think last year we could just we just covered like the almost like the traditional Halloween movies that yeah. uh, uh, people watch, kind of like Trick or Treat, Hubie Halloween, which is the new like newcomer into the traditions one, and uh, of course I think uh, Hocus but, Pocus, Hocus, Trick or Treat, yeah, uh, yeah, and Hubie, and Hubie, yeah, yeah. so um. it's. Yeah, so, but what's really cool is it is going to be a stop motion movie, similar to Number Four Christmas, Coraline, you know, Corpus Bride, that kind of stuff. Uh, and it's going to have Keegan Michael Key and uh, Jordan Peele from, from Key and Peele. And it is also directed by the same person who directed Nightmare Before Christmas. I know it's not Tim Burton. Correct. Yes, it is the original but... director of Nightmare Before Christmas. The name escapes me. I do not remember the name for it. But I think that's pretty cool. It's it's cool that he's going to come back and do another uh, stop-motion Halloween-type movie. That's going to be really cool. I love yeah. stop-motion films. I think they're so great. That's a dedicated art. Oh, I just sure. wish they could make more of it, but I know that it's very it's a very tedious project mm-hmm. to do um, Ooh, in film. We should take a, a whole month and do like an ep- like a month based on stop motion Halloween type movies. That would be yeah, so much yeah. fun. I think so too. That'd be actually, I mean, I think at the uh, Halloween party, we watched Coraline. Mm. So yeah, the Coraline is very creepy. Oh, yeah. It still gives me nightmares and stuff. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should definitely do it. That'd be fun. Uh, but that's like really like the biggest news news that I have. Um, the other stuff I'm not going to get into too much detail because I, I tend to... That's going to be out on a, uh, a Horror News of the Week episodes that I do. So that's, you know if you want to get more in-depth and get some more details on that, you can check those out. Yeah, and before we also get into Halloween Kills, Yusuf, I have one question. Sure. What are you dressing up for Halloween this year? Ah, uh, um, I'm not sure yet because I actually have two days uh, that I'm going to be doing Halloween costumes just because my job as part of like their you know appreciation month or whatever they're doing like themed kind of like spirit week for high school Uh, but but throughout the entire month and then for the 30th and the 31st we have costume days and like a costume contest so um i know for sure one of the costumes i'm going to be doing i don't know what the prices are yet they haven't told us Oh, but last last year it was like gift cards like starbucks gift cards and like dunkin donuts gift cards i'm like I'll, it's food I'll, I'll probably try to get one of those ten dollar gift cards <laughs> it's something okay. though <laughs> it's a free meal yeah. <laughs> uh but I, i'm gonna go back to one i had done a couple of years ago um that i actually did for a con i did for MegaCon. i didn't do for halloween but uh, i'm gonna go dress as han solo well, I haven't seen you in that one in a bit. Yeah, it was fun. I don't know what I'm going to do for the <laughs> other one, just because like, it has to be a little bit you know, safe for work. So like, I can't do director, because I can't walk around with a bloody suit all day. As, Ash? As... Well, Ash is also bloodstained, that's why. The costume I had for Ash is completely bloodstained as well, uh, so I can't do that one either. Ash? Your no, Ash is barely bloodstained. Well, no, like, I, 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 made, it, but... I, I added more, and I made modifications to it, that's why. Just in case I was going to do it again, I, I kind of went a little overboard with it. So, like, it's no longer 
safer work. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure you'll figure out something. Oh yeah, for sure. But um, without further ado, actually, no. What are you? What are you dressing up as? Uh, in between three things, uh, Ooh. I am hoping that. Um, because my tradition for Halloween is like, I usually go out to downtown Orlando with my dad. We just kind of show off our costumes. We take pictures with people, uh, because we know we the ish. It's a little, it's a little weird, (laughs) (laughs) but we just kind of go and enjoy the vibes out there. Um, you know, just out in the streets, we don't Mm -hmm. go into the bars because it gets really crowded. Oh yeah. Especially right Uh, now during the, uh, during the panini. During the panini, of course. (laughs) Um, if my bride outfit still fits um or, or but if it doesn't like no biggie I, I know i have to lose weight for it anyway um i will probably try and do bride um then i'll do a uh, scream I, I i did like a very simple uh sexy scream uh ghost face uh, costume and then i'm just gonna do my jack the clown uh one that i did for the megacon after party which oh, yeah, you guys yeah, have on my twitter my gender bent, yes. Yeah, and my cool. dad's probably gonna do the the also the classic Jack the Clown outfit with the white suit as well. Very cool. I still remember that one time that I went to downtown as well and I was dressed as um as Jack from Bioshock that year. Which actually that yeah. would that wouldn't be a bad idea to do, except for the shoes. The shoes are gonna be really uncomfortable if I'm doing a nine hour shift to work, but we'll see what I do. Um but specific type of shoe yeah i had like um like you know like 40s 50s type shoes for that costume because the game is set in the like 1960s so i had to kind of go a little throwback on the shoes there um but yeah i remember seeing a a small person walking around dressed as sam from trick-or-treat next to next to the scarecrow from halloween town from now before christmas and as soon as I saw that little Sam running around, I'm like, I know exactly who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know that person. It was me. <laughs> I it was me. Which I thought was hilarious because like we took a picture together, and then you just like pop, you like pop the mask open, and you're like, "What's up, bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which was hilarious. That, that, that costume is so comfy. Oh, that What's costume crazy is fucking is iconic. That... The thing is that I had to create that costume completely from scratch. And this is when no one and their mother has heard of this fucking movie. Like, no one knew who Sam was. There was no costumes of Sam. And mind you that this movie has been around since, like, the early 2000s or kind of late-ish. Yeah, oh, seven. I'll push the late-ish. But literally, the fact that it's everywhere now and the fact that I made mine. I mean, I take pride in it. But uh, it's just, it's like, oh, everybody wants to be Sam. I'm like, did you even know the movie before you watched? <laughs> Not that I'm gatekeeping Trick or Treat or anything yeah. because I love Trick or Treat. I, I definitely think so, Horror Nights had a lot to do with like the surge in popularity, though, just because uh-huh, I mean, it was a scare show that I have. So, like, you know, it's everywhere uh, now. 100%. Because I'm like, ah, <laughs> why did all of a sudden everybody know about Sam? Yeah. Like, and then here I am with my co- my handmade costume, which is hot as fuck because the one from Spirit Halloween is super comfortable, but that mask is like rubber, like almost like a latex Ooh. rubber, but it makes it look like it's mesh over the top. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you would not catch me dead in that costume because <laughs> the one that I have has like paper mache and like 
as like an overall kind of like an astronaut head, but it has like holes, like really big holes on each side. Yeah. And I can actually breathe and I can see through it, but nobody can see inside my mask. So it's Very perfect cool. for me and it's super comfy. I don't have to wear any makeup. I wear my hair in a bun. I'm just wandering <laughs> around and minding my own fucking business. It's a nice. comfy ass costume. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. But I do believe it is time for us to get into the nitty gritty and talk about Halloween kills. Yeah. So before we get into it, let's do give you guys a little bit of background on Halloween kills. It was released on October 15th. Uh, it was also directed by David Gordon Green, who directed Halloween 2018, so I do like that they're keeping the same director. He's also going to be directing Halloween Ends, which is very cool. Uh, stars Jamie Lee Curtis as Lori, Judy Greer as Karen, uh, Lori's daughter, and Annie Manachek as Allison, um, Lori's granddaughter, and James Jude Courtney as The Shape, otherwise known as Michael Myers. And what's really cool, too, is that it takes place... Right after Halloween 2018, like immediately after that movie ends, is when Halloween Kills begins. And it was like we said earlier too; it's on. It came out in theaters, and it's also on Peacock. So there's a couple different ways to watch it there. Yeah, but uh, I believe it is. I think we should start with kind of the overall premise of the movie. So, if you want to do that, you can. Basically, um, I don't know if you want the shortened version or the long version. I don't know what you want me should... to throw. What bone do you want me to throw at them? Let's do let's do a kind of a shortened version, I guess. So, like, kind of just like what the movie is about. Not super, super into detail, but like what the movie is about. Logline. Town comes up after Michael. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um... No, I'm kidding. Uh, but, I mean, yes, no, kind of. Anyway, um, but, th- of course, uh, it does have to do with uh, after Lori and her, and her family, I guess. I want to call it her family because I, I know that it's a little weird because it's her daughter and granddaughter all together. Uh, they thought that they defeated Michael, but they didn't. And uh, he's back, and he's not only terrorizing to get back at Lori, but also the entire town. But, you know, there is a pattern. The town starts to have an uproar. There's uh, the kid that Lori used to take care of is, like, older now. And he's, like, trying to, like, rile up this, like, the town to come after Michael. That kind of thing. And then, you know, a lot of shiz happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind it's kind of crazy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, this movie um gave me a lot of like uh you know like um Beauty and the Beast like Gaston vibes <laughs> like it's like kill the beast kill the, kill beast. the beast like that's all I, that's all I that thought I, during those scenes I'm like yep here they replace like, kill the beast with evil dies tonight <laughs> and then that I get tortured anyway okay. <laughs> my God that's great though I I love that that analogy for it that's a pretty good like, way to describe it yeah it's like the beast is mine it's like oh god jeez like <laughs> but um yeah that's basically like the general premise of the movie mm-hmm. um there is a lot more to it but of course we will find out more in Halloween ends yes. But uh, what uh, I really did enjoy about this is that the fact that we get to visit 
Haddonfield in the Seven Dudes. Like, how cool yes, is that? Yes, we definitely got to talk about more into detail about those in a sec. Uh, but I think what's, what was really interesting, too, about this movie is that, like, it wasn't just, here's Michael Myers going around killing people, and here's Lori trying to stop him. It's literally, like, this town, the town people, like, you know, the town of Haddonfield is like, we have had enough of this. Like, we've dealt with this shit for 40 years now, and, like, we're pissed off. We gotta kill this guy like once and for all, and like rid the town of this evil that's been hanging over the entire town. Yeah, so I I, I sure. like the fact that it wasn't it didn't feel less self contained. It felt like it it involved so many more people this time. Yeah, and I feel like um, even through all that, like Michael had attachments to. I mean, mainly to Laurie Strode's story, but. Uh, to other families as well that we didn't yeah. even realize that have been affected by exactly. his crimes and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I thought that was like genuinely really cool. And the fact that, you know, it still is uh, keeping the, oh, it's Halloween time yeah. kind of vibe. Like it just never moves from that time period, you know, unless like Michael Myers, Mike, my, Michael, Michael Myers, Michael <laughs> Myers, only comes out during Halloween, which I don't think that's the case. I feel like a killer like that comes out like every year, like um, any time of the year. Yeah, at least in like all the other movies, uh, he came out on Halloween. Because like Halloween, because yeah, because Halloween two takes place just like the original Halloween two at least takes place right after Halloween one, and then Halloween's four, five, and six, or at least four and five, are, like. Four is set during Halloween, and then five is set exactly one year later, so it's still Halloween. Um, and Curse of Michael Myers doesn't go... I don't think it specifies, but I think it's its implied that it's also during Halloween. And then so is H2O. I think Resurrection is the only one that isn't particularly set during Halloween. I'm not sure on that one because it's been a while since i saw resurrection so i don't remember exactly the timeline on that one but we outside of that go through all that all those movies <laughs> in one month and talk about it no yeah that, that'd be too much <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah but outside of that i i think they all usually take place around halloween and like i said this one takes place immediately after halloween 2018 so it's still halloween would it also be Halloween, I know this is a very dumb question, but like, is it Halloween in 2018 or are we? Yes, it is Halloween 2018. Like the, um, they, they specify like during a little title card, um, when they, when the characters are like, you know, the, the other survivors of Michael Myers are at the bar, uh, right, yeah. you know, right before we cut to them, it says Halloween 2018. Oh, well, damn. Yeah. Cause I remember it takes place like during what happens in Halloween 2018 anyway. But, yeah. um, so I think we should start with the things that we did like about this movie. So do okay. you want to begin or do you think I should begin? I started last time. Okay. So then I'll go first. So yeah. right off the bat, uh, I'm not going to go into too much detail. I will go later into like specific scenes and specific plot points in the movie. But overall, one of the things I really, really enjoyed in this was Michael Myers himself. Like this is by far the most brutal we've ever seen michael myers because he is just like mean-spirited like i don't know if it was because of the whole thing with the fire or just like they were like we got to step it up 
But like this Michael Myers just seemed like he was, you know, like after revenge, like he was pissed off and he was just like taking it out on whoever he came across. Um, the fact that he had skills that I have never seen in any other movie, I'm like, so you've been working out, have you? (laughs) He went through CrossFit. He went through all that. Like this Michael was fast moving and he was strong and he was Mm -hmm. so fucking brutal. Yeah, like he absolutely was. And James Jude Courtney did like such a great job like making Michael Myers like straight up scary in this. Yeah. Cause like there are certain points where like he's going after this like these certain victims and like they have nowhere to go. Like they are stuck with him. And like he doesn't just run up at them, he just walks, so like it just makes it more torturous for these people. They're like, shit, just to get it over with, like I need to just stop please like just just let it end yeah (laughs) oh yeah but i like that i really did like the the whole um mob mentality thing of like this this group of people just sort of going insane trying to hunt down michael myers like to the point where they don't even you know (laughs) 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 sorry I'm going to edit something like that. It's going to be bad. <laughs> like, um, it almost felt like... Oh, excuse me. We're very tired. It is it is almost 1 o'clock in the morning when we're recording this, so if I yawn, I'm sorry. But no, anyway. he just had a ghost, a ghost stick, hit, stick there. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just had, I just had a ghost. I, I just had a ghost, you know, had a little fun there. That it goes have a little fun with me, you know. <laughs> he just went hard. <laughs> but anyway, um, I did like the whole you know thing about people just sort of going crazy and almost like a riot. And uh, parts of it were kind of like real world scary because it reminded me of what you know what happened in January with like the the Capitol building with these people just going insane and like trampling over each other and just yeah it was like real like shocking to see at times and um outside of that too i did like um the returning characters i like seeing tommy doyle Lindsay, uh marion um my only gripe with that being that like well i'll get i'll get to that i'll get to like the stuff that i didn't like about certain things with those characters in a little bit so um that's just like some of the basic stuff that i did like though so like um I- i'm curious to know what did you think of that like what are some things that you liked like you said uh i did like how um brutal michael did his kills i don't know if i should actually do like maybe a little bit later in this episode we should talk talk about our favorite kills oh in yeah this movie. we, we got to talk about uh, our favorite kills but of course, the kills were definitely super creative, especially as some things that I'm not saying. I mean, mind you, I have not watched completely all of the Halloween movies, but I have seen a lot of them. Uh, so I, I think these are kills that he hasn't probably performed before because, mind you, like I said, he's, like, faster, tougher. Like, this guy has been going to the Olympics. He, I, he, Michael's <laughs> on something right now. Um, he's just running on pure rage. And all that stuff, yeah, 100%. I do like the element of disbelief between a lot of things, between Laurie Strode kind of having her 
delusion that she did like defeat Michael. But then there was also uh, the misinterpretation of what happens later to like an inmate that the mob accidentally <laughs> kills. Yeah. Spoiler alert. So yeah, there's the there's an inmate that they do kill accidentally, and that's um, and you know it really shows uh how you know a monster can, has the capacity to turn an entire an entire town into a monster itself. Oh yeah, like he created chaos within the town. So other than that, I above it all, even though this was my first time watching this movie this year, I do have to say I do love the little element of uh, an Easter egg, I guess you could say, of Halloween 3 with all the masks yeah, and how so the silver, Michael silver uses them against this. all of yeah. them. So it I was really that. cool. Yeah, that was a fun little Easter egg. I, I wasn't expecting it to be that much in the movie, so I'm, I'm glad that they were there. Yeah, um, I mean, I feel like a good, like, I want to say two solid scenes, but like almost like ten solid shots of it. It was, yeah. it was pretty good. And yeah. I do I do like the fact that you can actually see the kids in Halloween twenty eighteen and like so one of the background shots, you can actually see the three kids wearing the silver shamrock mask. So like I like that they yeah. added that onto it. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and um not even that too. One of the things that like one of the lines that really stuck out to me when it comes to like how the town kind of uh, like delved into chaos. Uh, was the way Lori explained that she said this is it this is Michael's masterpiece like it's like this is what he wanted like this he's wanted the same chaos all over Haddonfield yeah of course like I feel like there's a lot of quotable like really big quotes in this movie that I feel like oh we could have used any of them in the in the beginning of our episode but of course evil dies tonight was the common one but there's like a lot of things that you know we do realize that in this in this movie how Michael goes by a lot of things. Yep, he's I mean he's the shape, he's Michael Myers, he's the boogeyman, you know, the the ghost of Haddonfield. Like he is like just such a big part of of the Haddonfield community at this point. Like he's just like he's he's been an infection for 40 years and and on the people of Haddonfield. And above it all, I love how I forgot who his name was. I'm so sorry. I watched this movie yesterday, but I'm awful with names. The police officer, how he said that his mom forced, I think his mom forced him to like hang out with Michael. Yeah. And we, we feel like, you know, Michael was a person. He was a human being. He was a kid. He was weird. He was doing some weird ass shit. But he grows up in this town. He knows everybody by name. He probably, like, knows everybody, like, in the community. And he's, yeah. like, for all the bad things that you guys have done to me, like, I'm literally going to create absolute hell for all of you. Yeah. What I what I appreciated about that specific scene, too, is the fact that they don't give you, like, a reason as to why he did the things he did. They were, like, he was just this weird kid, and then one day he just snapped. Like, that's all you need to know because, like, that is essentially the essence of Michael Myers. Like you, do, as much as I love Rob Zombie's Halloween, which I because I love, I love that it gives you kind of a prequel, like leading up to the events, and just showing you as he delves deeper into like his evil persona. I like the aspect of just him being a normal human being that just snapped one day. Yeah, of course. Uh, I feel like that was really 
a cool element. Like I said, it just it gives him a little bit more of a personality. Like you know, anybody is capable of snapping and causing the things that they do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, going back to what you said, or like to some of the things that we liked, I think something that you'll agree with me on these two things. Uh, the first one being Judy Greer as Karen. Like I, in terms of her acting, I think this was her best performance so far. Like compared to Halloween 2018, which is still, she was still amazing in that, but like she was really, really good in this one. I think I agree with you on that. Yeah. I think it also has to do with the fact that she had more to do in the movie. Because in the Halloween 2018, she didn't really do much until the end. But in this one, like she had a role to play. Like she was there to protect her mother. She tried to help that inmate that, uh, that died during like the riot. And she was responsible for what happens at the end of the movie, you know, where, oh, with like the, the vigilante justice type stuff. So I, I like that she had a more, you know, like a bigger role in this. Yeah, but someone please explain to me one thing, though. Someone please fucking explain to me one thing. Why the fuck was she wearing a Christmas sweater? I don't know. Yeah, I, I was know. like. I don't know. Honestly, like, this is when I will tell you things I didn't fucking like about this movie. Why the fuck was she wearing a Christmas sweater? <laughs> it's Chris. It's Halloween, though. Like, right now, my mind is guiltingly going into Christmas. Not yet, not But yet. that's besides the point. Listen, bitch. Um, but why are you wearing a Christmas sweater? Yeah, like, I don't I was understand like, why? that either. I don't know who made that choice. What was the costuming choice? What... What was the reason for the costuming choice? Yeah. I want to know who the fuck your costuming designer is because I cannot. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that was a, that was a really weird decision. I was like, did I miss something? <laughs> like, it, like, did we pass Christmas or was she at a Christmas party? A Halloween Christmas party? <laughs> like, yeah. Absolutely. That. Apparently. <laughs> Or maybe she was dressing up as like a, a Christmas obsessed person for Halloween. That could have been her costume. <laughs> Man, and y'all thought I had a problem. I mean, I like both holidays, but y'all thought I had a problem. This bitch got a problem where you baldy <laughs> if you're wearing anything Christmas for Halloween. Unless you're dressing up as Buddy the Elf, I'll excuse you. <laughs> yeah. Because like, iconic. I love Buddy the Elf. The fuck? He's great. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then the other thing too that I think was really well made, and we'll get deeper into that when we talk about some of the technical aspects of it. But the flashback scenes. Oh yeah, 100%. the flashback scenes in this movie were so good. Like they were I felt so like I was well made. Seventies film. I was like, ah, oh, yes. yes, it was great. It was absolutely great. And like I said, we'll get we'll get deeper into that when we get to to some of some more of like the technical specifics of that. Uh, but now we get to the things that we didn't particularly love about this movie. Um, I why was she wearing a Christmas sweater? Why she wearing a Christmas sweater? Yes, that's one of them. <laughs> um, one of the things I didn't particularly like is that Lori does not do anything in this movie other than talk to, to Frank from a hospital bed and kind of... Pretty, almost all of her dialogue was the stuff that we had heard in the trailers. 
Yeah, she she didn't have enough screen time. I agree. Yeah, that was kind of a shame. There was that, and then there was also some issues with like the pacing, where sometimes I would forget about what certain characters were doing. Yeah. Like, at certain points, like when they would cut, there's a certain part where they cut to Allison, Lonnie, and Cameron, and I was like, oh shit, I forgot they were doing stuff. Yeah, and I kind of so, forgot about them. About that, that's also another thing I was very confused about while I was watching this movie. Like someone would get done with something. And then we jump into another scene, and it's like, wait, was that during or before? Yeah, or the timing is like the timing of everything feels like, a little weird. Yeah, it's like, um, I don't know how to particularly, and the fact that, um, obviously, spoiler alert. I mean, it's not really a big spoiler because it's Michael. Yeah. Um, the fact that um, it took them a while to realize those firefighters were were dead. Like, there was a long time that passed, of course, between the flashback and that one scene where, like, we forget that those firefighters, I'm like, so, and then when we jump to the the, the bar scene where they all realize, oh, shit, these firefighters are dead. I'm like, wait, how long did it take? Yeah, exactly. Well, realize they explain it in a certain way. Like, here, here's what, one of my biggest issues. The fla- as as great as the flashback scenes were, they were put in the wrong spot in the movie. I feel like I they agree. should have been put, because you know how at one point in the hospital bed, Frank says, "Oh, like I had a chance to stop him and I didn't." Right there would have been the perfect moment to put the flashback scene in instead of right at the beginning yeah. of the movie. I feel like that was a yeah. little bit jarring, especially because you kind of want to see exactly what happens like immediately after, and like they they kind of start you off with that little prologue. Yeah, I but I feel like this was all to have a set way for the Tommy scene. I think it was Tommy. Um, when he goes to the bar, he says, well, I was a survivor. Like, I was, like, face-to-face, like, encounter with Michael. Yeah. And then it set up for that scene. Which, another thing that I will definitely tell you is that I get that Tommy was very passionate about, you know, you know a community coming together, going against Michael. But I'm like, what does Mike, what does the Tommy, the speech that Tommy delivered was way too long. I'm like, what do you particularly have that Michael wants that, you know, that because the main person that he's actually after is Lori. It's not you. Like, why are you so shaken up about it? Yeah, exactly. Well, well, of course, you know, as a child, that would be such a traumatic experience to have to deal with a serial killer, you know? Yeah. Um, but when it comes to... It was with different people, though. Like, the fact that the people that he brought out, like, in the spotlight, like, he, like, this woman came face-to-face encounter, this one, you know, like, you know, like, escaped, I think, from his hand, the other one, whatever, so it's like, um, but what, those people contributed nothing, but, spoiler alert, their deaths later, but, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, um... I think it. I think it was just more of like commemorating the 40th anniversary of those events and just saying like, hey, you know, some people died, but like some of us were able to fight and and become survivors. You know, we didn't because yeah. like, of course, this person had a face to face encounter. This person, you know, was another one of the victims. Like this person was also attacked. So, um, I think it was just more of like saying, hey, like 
where it's like part of the strength of us as as characters and also the strength of Haddonfield. Um, but yeah, I will agree that that speech went off a little too long, and also the the way he's like the way that speech was set up was just weird. Because, like, you have these characters in a bar, like, during a talent show, everybody's having fun, and then they're like, oh, you know, here comes Tommy Doyle, and he just brings the mood down. He's, he's like, like, oh, he's the best, like, yeah, cause it, Yeah, because everybody's like, like, you got these, like, singers, you got this guy playing around with, like, a puppet, you know, being a ventriloquist, and they're like, here's the best bird whistler, Tommy. Have you guys heard of the Boogeyman? Yeah, it's like, he I'm not going to whistle for any of you guys. <laughs> Like he killed three people. Okay. By the way, enjoy the talent show. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like that bar scene in general was just a little. It was too a little long. clunky. Yeah, it was a little. Yeah. Weird. But you know, other than that, everything else in the movie. Um, but another thing that I will talk about. Sorry about that. I'm jumping back. I told <laughs> you guys I was gonna do that. Um. Oh shit! But should I leave it for the kills? Because I feel like that. I should. Well, that's a that's a technical aspect. Ignore me. Ignore okay. me. It's fine. Um, yeah, it's a technical aspect. Yeah, and the other thing too, it's one specific character, Marion Chambers, Ooh. the the doctor or the nurse that was in the first Halloween. Uh yes. So like, so. why was she in Haddonfield? Like she, it, she's. It's never implied that she's from Haddonfield in the first Halloween, like, she's just driving a car in Haddonfield, like, that's it, and Michael Myers just jumps on the hood of the car and then smashes the window next to her, like, that's all he does, and I'm like, yeah. why did you, why did you just move to Haddonfield, like, what are you there for? That's one of those things that, like, I, I was confused as to, like, why she's in there. I, like, yeah. But outside of that, um, there isn't a whole lot I didn't particularly like in this movie. There were there's a lot I liked compared to what I didn't like. Yeah. Um, I mean, a little cute little whatever um, that I did like about this movie is the the doctor and the nurse couple. Um, oh, yeah, they were great. They, they were dressed up as that for their Halloween costume, and they exactly were that, which yeah. was hilarious to me i was like oh that's kind of cute little yeah poop on the nose like <laughs> that's cute and this is actually uh, something too that, that happens. happens this is something that that halloween 2018 was also guilty of it tends to introduce this really interesting you know kind of quirky characters but then kills them off immediately yeah and you're like oh i like their personality like so maybe they shouldn't have died you know like in this movie it was them too yeah. And then in Halloween 2018, or even like the, the couple, you know, that, that Michael kills after he kills all the firemen, like they just introduce these characters, they have like these weird little quirks, and then they immediately get killed off. So like they they don't do that great a job of like establishing any type of attachment to these characters. They're like, oh, you're they're just that person with this thing and that's it. Yeah. They're just there to be killed. Um, they're your little victims to watch yeah yeah but like i said the movie itself is is incredible it was really good i i you know really enjoyed it Um, yeah i i know it's been very very polarizing like either it's kind of those movies it's one of those movies where either you like it you love it or you hate it right now 
Because some people really, really liked it, really enjoyed it, and some people straight up hated this movie and, like, wanted to, like, burn it alive, you know? And then there was the whole fucking articles, like, Michael's homophobic because he goes, what? Like... I hate that art. I hate that article because I'm like, that doesn't. That does not mean that he's homophobic. Michael Myers just kills whatever he has in front of him. Like he, it does not matter who you are. It does not matter gender. It does not matter color of your skin. It does not matter your age. It does not matter your sexual orientation. If you were in front of Michael Myers, he will just kill you. That's it. And that's it, I hate that exactly. And I hate that people are complaining about certain things. But not, but like not holding the same standard to others, because everybody's complaining yeah. like, oh, he kills these firefighters, and oh, he kills this gay couple that makes him homophobic, or he's killing first responders, and I'm like, y'all are complaining about that, but did not care a single bit that he killed two kids in this movie. In Halloween 2018, he kills a kid by breaking his neck, and then he in this one he kills one of the trick or treaters with the silver shamrock masks. So I'm like, y'all don't have anything to say about like, you know two kids being killed by Michael Myers, but you have a lot to, you you accuse him of being homophobic, even though he just kills for the sake of killing. Yeah, and I'm like, come on, that's a double standard. For sure, I was like, I was like, literally stalkers, killers, they do not discriminate. They will kill anyone yeah, and everything. Like, like Michael Myers has proven time and time again, he has no specific pattern. Yeah. It's like saying, oh, Michael Myers is sexist because he killed women. And I'm like, well, yeah, because he killed anybody that stood in his way. I'm like, come on. I hate that. <laughs> I really do be hating that. Yeah. Um, Whatever. But like, yeah, there's there really wasn't a whole lot that I didn't like. Yeah. I just, I mean... I still enjoyed the movie. It was still a great watch. It's yeah, just, I just think know, yeah, the editing was weird. The editing yeah. was weird. The introduction of people were weird, and you know, you get attached, and then they're boom, they're dead, and you're like, "What exactly. did I do?" Exactly. So, yeah, I, I, yeah. So I definitely think if some, sh- I think some scenes need to be shifted around in the timeline. If they had been shifted around, I think it would have made a little bit more sense as to like where everybody is at what specific time. I need to take a look at their editor names. And I was like, huh. <laughs> I was like, who yeah. fucked up? <laughs> um, but it is outside of that. I think it's time for us to talk about something that we really liked, and that was our our the kills and like our favorite kill specifically. So, oh yeah, like we said earlier, the the there's a lot of kills in this movie. Like Michael Myers kills a shit ton of people. And all, uh, yep, and a bunch of those deaths are freaking like disgusting and grimy and gory. Yeah, like um, right off the bat, I mean the fireman, like the the guy that he almost splits in half by using like the the saw against him. Yeah, like I was like, damn, Michael. Like no, no, <laughs> no one, literally no one. Michael's like, yeah. watch this. And like the way I'm he kills, out of this. hey, yeah, he's like, I'm gonna make an example of these firefighters. Yeah, and even like the way he kills, um, the the way that he killed Big John by straight up just like gouging his eyes out and just stabbing him. I think. Yeah, I was like, God damn, Michael! Like Jesus, dude. 
I will say it's not my favorite kill in the movie, but I think it's the funniest kill in the movie. It's the yeah. the doctor when she goes to shoot Michael and then he just kicks the door and makes her shoot herself in the face. Yeah. I thought that was she hilarious. Was like, me and my brother were laughing when that happened. <laughs> because we were just like, that's like the dumbest kill in the movie, but it's also really, really funny. Yeah. That and like the freaking Marion Chambers with like trying to pull her one night, you know, her one liner in where she's like, Michael, this one's for Dr. Loomis. And she runs out of ammo. You're like, well, she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, weird. My favorite kill is very weird. Okay. I, I'm curious I like to know this... what was your what was your favorite kill? I don't know their name. I could be wrong. You could have already mentioned it. So you know the 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 woman with that like the little uh drone oh, toy yes, so the and then drone, her yeah. husband, and then the her husband like my favorite kill was literally when her husband gets killed and the fact that she's there crying screaming just staring at Michael just stab grab another one stab Grab another one. Stab him. Because he was literally he, he like. He's about to make a whole birthday quake out of this guy. Yeah, it's because he was like trying to like test out which knife he liked best. So he was like, oh, that was a good stabbing motion. Maybe something bigger. Okay, this one's better. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah. I, was like I, I could watch that scene for hours. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Honestly, you can keep going. Okay. Yeah. And in, in terms of the kills, that was definitely my favorite kill scene. Yeah. Because like it is so drawn out and it's so, you know, like dirty the way he does it because like obviously he he goes through and he like hurts this guy quite a bit like he smashes his head against this wall over and over again makes him bleed all over the place and then his wife or you know whoever's there with him grabs a knife to defend herself and michael's like oh don't worry i got this and he, he just grabs a fluorescent light bulb smashes it and then stabs this woman in the ch- in like the neck with it yeah and i was like god damn michael jesus christ <laughs> and, then- and and not only that you know this woman is bleeding out as she's seeing her husband get stabbed over and over again and like it's so sad because you can I'm see her trying. face and you can see that like she can't do anything to stop it like she's just she's gonna have the same result where she's just gonna die yeah and like that's that for me is why it's like the best kill in the movie or like my favorite kill in the movie just because like first of all how gruesome it is and also how drawn out and like horrible it is for the victim yeah she's just watching her husband you know just getting black get turned into a pincushion black jesus yeah but another thing another one that i enjoyed holy crap i just lost my train of thought. Okay. Yes. Yes. So this is really bad because this is a spoiler. Um, it's just a fact. I forgot the. I forgot these policemen's names. Do you know the policemen's names? Um. Do we know policemen's? Which names? Which one are you talking about? Both. Uh, the ones that we see in the in the in the. What you call it? Flashback scene. Flashback scene. Thomas Young Hawkins. Oh yeah, Young Hawkins and and his partner. Yeah, the one that that Michael Myers had grabbed by, by the neck with a rope. 
Yeah, so that one. Yeah, the one that, that one. he grabs by the rope. When young Hawkins shoots his partner by accident, it's the way that Michael drops him and casually walks out like nothing. He's like, cool, bye. Like, Thanks. It's like, Thanks for doing boy. my job. He's like, I'm like, it, no, it's just a fast walking is what what got me laughing my ass off. I'm like, bro, you just gonna leave? He's like, thanks, bye. See Jesus, you. have fun. I'm gonna, I'm gonna head downstairs. Um, yeah, catch it's, you later, it's, it's literally like he just drops the body. He's like, well, that takes care of that. Bye. Yeah. yeah. So this is the walking kills me. The walking. <laughs> dude, I was like, no, bro, what? Yeah. Can we also okay? Yeah. Well, can we also talk about Cameron's kill? Because that one is like hard to watch. Where like he stabs him a couple times, and then he grabs his kid and like sort of smashes his head, and then his chest against like the banister on the stairs, like over oh, and over yeah. again. I'm like, damn! Like that one, you can like feel it. Like it hurts. Yeah, that that kid did not have any time to breathe. He's like, ah, yeah. breathe what? It was, I'm surprised it was he survived kill. the first couple of little ups and downs and side to side. He was playing a whole analog stick with that shit. He was like, up, down, B. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking yeah. Michael. Oh, but I, I, funny enough, though, like, based on, like, how hurt he was, I don't think he was yeah. going to survive any of that until, like, Michael just grows and, like, just snaps his neck. And he's like, well, that's done. Yeah, he's yeah. like, don't worry, I was an expert in Atari. Wait. <laughs> I forgot one more move. Black. <laughs> Fucking. I give you the Twizzard Wizard. Here you go. <laughs> okay, but can we also give special mention to Cameron because that 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 man spent the entire movie wearing a skirt because it was still part of his Bonnie and Clyde costume. So he spent the entire movie wearing a skirt. I'm like, major props to you, Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. That man. Good that good man job. is like, I can do whatever I want in the skirt can do better than you <laughs> oh man and Those even like are... and even his killing spree like against the town people townspeople have had him yeah. kill, like after they think he's dead and he just gets up and just starts like massacring all the people that were around him like, yeah he is just unstoppable in this it's brutal for sure i mean it's just like the mob scene it's like that was so sad. But, oh know. yeah, yeah. I felt bad. I was like, oh <laughs> man, it may def- it may gonna die because of Michael. Michael don't even give a shit. Exactly. Like he was just there just to to do what like barrel through whatever set in his way and just make his way home. That's all he wanted. Yeah. And, like, the fact that there was, like, the whole pattern that they pointed out. Like, he's like, he just goes to Lori. And after he tortures Lori, he's like, all right, I'm going to head out. And then he goes on. He's like, I'm going to take a detour here. I'm going to stop at McDonald's here. And by McDonald's, I mean these two <laughs> couple, all this other stuff. All right, I'm back home. What's up, bitches, for, like, a bit. Then it goes back to do the same shit in Halloween. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, here's what I – here's what was interesting, though. And it's something that they kind mm-hmm. of explain in the movie. Michael isn't going specifically after Lori. Like, the reason that he even shows up at Lori's house is because that doctor takes him over there. Yeah. 
But like, if he hadn't done that, Michael would never have like run into Lori, possibly. Yeah. And he would have just gone home, and that would have been it. But like the reason, you know, like even you know, I think it was one of the the. I think it's Karen that says it. It's like, it's not about you. He just wants to go home. Like, he just happened to be in the way. Yeah. Um, but with that out of the way, uh, it is time for us to, to deep dive into our grave robbing facts. So uh, let's go ahead and do that. All right. See you guys there. <laughs> All right, and welcome to our Grave Robbing Facts, where we bring you some behind-the-scenes trivia about the film that we're discussing or the TV show. And uh, today, it happens to be some trivia about Halloween Kills. So, Vanya, if you want to start us off, you're more than welcome to do so. So, our first Grave Robbing Fact is that David Gordon Green recalled that when they attempted to find a yearbook photo of one of Michael Myers' victims from the 1978 film, he came across a yearbook of Bob Odenkirk that he thought resembled the original actor, John Michael Graham, uh, the rights issues were resolved so that Green could use Odenkirk's photo instead of the actual actor. Odenkirk is therefore credited as Bob, despite not physically appearing in it. Correct. So for like the Halloween history of this, Bob is the guy that Michael impales against the closet and just like straight up like hangs him there. Yeah. The first Halloween. Yeah, and uh, yeah, because of that, they couldn't find like a picture of him during that time period, so they just grabbed a picture of Bob Odenkirk, who you might know as Saul Goodman from Breaking Bad, or from you know Better Call Saul. So um, I thought that was pretty funny. It was a nice little Easter egg that he's just kind of in the movie, but also not really in the movie. Yeah, oh, that's so cool though. I love it. Yeah, we love the references <laughs> back when nineteen seventy eight film. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But our second grave robbing fact is that early in the movie, the wagon uh, that Michael Myers steals at the beginning of Halloween can actually be seen uh, parked behind young Hawkins and Pete during one of the flashback sequences in uh, 1978. So like the Smith's Groves vehicle that he that he stole in the first Halloween, you can actually see it parked behind the two uh, police officers. Uh that's kind of cool. So that's, yeah, that's a nice like little that. Easter egg to, to the past events. Oh, man. That's kind of cool. I, I, I need to rewatch it now and, like, actually, like, take note of that next time yeah. I'm watching the film. Uh, I feel like a lot of people had to rewatch this film to, like, actually get everything that was happening. This was actually my second time watching the film. So I actually got it the, the second time through rather than the first time. The first time, mm-hmm. th- that movie felt like a blur to me, but I got to appreciate it more the second time. And I get to watch more Easter eggs, which is always fun. Yeah. So our third uh, grave robbing fact is that Ross Bacon, who played the mental uh, patient named Tivoli in Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills, passed away before the release of Halloween Kills. And uh, oh, T- Tivoli is the uh, the mental patient that uh, dies in the, in the film, like the one uh, that jumps out of the window. Oh, so unfortunately, no. yeah, he he passed away before he could see the finished product. Oh no! Yeah, it's not, a shame. not 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 the not the inmate, not the inmate. Poor not, not... Like I felt so bad for that character. Yeah, I was like, damn, like he didn't deserve that shit. You're not Michael, right? You were just scared. 
I still don't know why he decided to steal the car, though. I'm still, I was still a little confused about that. Probably because he just wanted to get to Haddonfield instead of just walking there. Uh, but then, weird. of course, like the biggest plot point of that is like, how the hell did he learn how to drive a car? Because uh, he's been in a mental asylum since he was six years old. Like, how the hell did he learn how to drive? Well, he didn't do a very good job. He did kind of crash into a building. Who? Oh, no, no. I mean, I meant Michael Myers. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking. I didn't realize you were talking about Tivoli. Oh, no. Yeah, like, Tivoli, Tivoli just like crashed it. into a building. The poor guy. He's probably yeah. just disoriented. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah. yeah, our next grave robbing facts here. The logo for the Haddonfield Memorial Hospital as seen in this film is actually taken directly from Halloween 2. So it's the exact same logo that they use in Halloween 2. <coughs> Excuse me. Even though it's no longer canon, they decided to just use that same logo. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Alright. That was about right. That sucks though. Why? Why? What do you why mean why? Not why is it decanonized? Uh well because Halloween twenty eighteen it just kind of erases everything that happened out you know it's supposed to be like Halloween the original, then Halloween twenty eighteen, then Halloween kills. I get it just ignores the other ones. Uh, so it's no longer like the official canon. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So I guess we need to stop wearing our shirts now. <laughs> like, anyway. So our favorite grave robbing fact is that Paul Rudd was offered to reprise his role as the Tommy Doyle character. But due to scheduling conflicts, Ghostbusters Afterlife, he had to decline. Aw, I guess that's... Is it? Yeah, it would have been cool to see... Uh... Paul Rudd come back as, as Tommy Doyle because we had seen it in Halloween 6 uh, Revenge of Curse of Michael Myers one of, one of those of Michael Myers and uh, he was pretty good so I think it would have been mm -hmm. really interesting to see him come back you know playing that same character but alas we did get uh, Anthony Michael Hall who was pretty good in this movie for you, for those of you who don't know he is the, the geek in 16 Candles and Weird Science, and Breakfast Club. Oh. That was oh, pretty cool. I like that. <laughs> um, this one is just weird, and I'm like, I'm very, very glad they didn't do this. Uh, but Buster Rhymes was almost included in this film, but he was scrapped. Because Buster mm -hmm. Rhymes was also in Halloween Resurrections. He's the one that does kung fu moves on Michael Myers and beats the living shit out of him. Oh, no. <laughs> And then also has like one of the most iconic uh, lines in that movie, which is he walks in, he sees Michael Myers, and he's like, trick or treat, motherfucker. Oh my god. I think it's <laughs> just to add a, a little element of, here's some funny shit. Probably, yeah. <laughs> so, our seventh grade robbing fact is that Michael uh, killing the firefighters in that one scene is a reference to one of the unused endings of Halloween Resurrection. Where Michael wakes up and on a stretcher and strangles Freddie Harris until Sarah kills him with the firefighter's axe to the head. I'm like, mm, that would have been interesting to see. Yeah. But I'm kind of glad they didn't use that because like, I, I I liked, but I didn't like this firefighter scene as though you have previously heard from yeah. our discussion before this. Yeah. <laughs> see, I personally liked it. I thought it was a nice little callback to, to that ending to Halloween Resurrections. But granted, Halloween Resurrections is god-awful. It is my least favorite movie in the franchise. I agree. Um, 
But moving on to our eighth grave robbing fact. This one is the only Halloween film featuring the character of Laurie Strode in which she shares no scenes with Michael Myers. So in this oh, movie, shit. they never see each other. Oh, shit. It's the first time that they do that. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize that. But, yeah. What the f- Now that I think about it, where the fuck was Laurie in this? And- she was just in the, the hospital this, in this entire movie. She's been vibing with the whole crowd. I thought the crowd went to the middle of the street to try and fight the bitch. The yeah. fuck? Oh no. Confusing. Anyway, but our ninth grade robbing fact is though filmmakers made a new mask for the 2018 film that looks similar to the original mask, but still looking different. They did actually recreate the original William Shatner mask for the flashback in the opening sequence. That is very cool. I like that. I, I, I actually really enjoyed the 2018 mask, though. Like, oh, I so love the 2018 mask. I, I do I like this it. mask, too. I, I like the design of this mask the, with, like, the, the burn marks and even, like, the, the bloody, like, print on the side of his head. I thought it was yeah. pretty cool. But. Both an aged and yeah. shit. Yeah. But our next, and our actually our last grave robbing fact, number 10, is that. Although every previous sequel was retconned out of existence by Halloween 2018, this movie still features a scene from Halloween 2 of Bracket, Shira Bracket, viewing Annie's body. So at least I, I like that they use that because it ties into Halloween Kills because his daughter is brutally murdered. Yeah. And I like that they put that in there so like you can kind of see that little flashback scene and see what he went through. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm Mike, Michael Myers. Like I said, he don't discriminate gender, sex, nope. what what have you. He does not race. You're in his way. You will die. Yep. Have sex and you'll die. No, <laughs> kidding. Look, that's Mean Girls. Wrong movie. <laughs> but, but yeah, that, that is our that is our great robbing facts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a great robbing fact. So now back to the original episode. Yeah. <laughs> Clash. <laughs> right. And we are back to our discussion on Halloween kills. Uh, so we've gone through the things we liked, the things we didn't like, as well as our favorite kills and our overall thoughts on the kills. But now it is time to talk about certain people, certain characters. Uh, we're going to talk about the characters that we liked, some characters that we just didn't particularly like, and who our favorite characters were. Okay. So do you want to start, or do you, do you want me to start? I need a list of characters. Hold on. <laughs> I am awful. I'm god-awful. So I can uh, tell you right off the bat who my favorite characters were. Um, Karen, yeah. Lori's daughter. Uh, Big John and Little John. And, um, and Lonnie. I like the, that Lonnie had like a good amount of stuff to do in this movie. Yeah, he did. How they? Lonnie, Lonnie and Halloween Kills. Hold on. Uh, hey guys, I'm googling in the middle of the episode. How are you? How are you? <laughs> um, oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, Lonnie. Yeah, I he did have to do it quite a bit. Now I remember. See, I'm awful with names, but good with faces. Yeah. Then I, 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 I clipped with the with the scene. I got mm-hmm. it. 
yeah, Plus, the, I, the actor who played him that. did a really good job. The actor that played him is actually in, uh, in Midnight Mass. He plays Joe Colley on Midnight Mass. So that's a nice little uh, year for him because he's been in two big things, uh, horror-related things. See, guys, even though you will not win an Oscar for horror, there are still good things coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> um. But going back to our favorite characters, like I said, you know, Big John and Little John just cracked me up. I I love mm. how they were just playing their version of Marco, Marco Polo, which is just them saying Big John, Little John. <laughs> and I love I all love of the that. memes that they've made where it's like Big John, Little John, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I genuinely enjoy that too. Yeah, I love their little relationship and I love their chemistry together, which I think made it all the more sad when they uh, passed away or when they were killed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also like the little cameo by by the kid that was in the first one, the one that was like clipping his dirty toenails. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that. I love that kid. He's like, it's past my bedtime, and I'm over here clipping my dirty toenails. Oh, it was so good though. <laughs> I love that kid. Yeah. Um, but then uh, going into my least favorite characters, um, not necessarily characters that I hated or characters that I didn't like. I think it was just characters that were a little underdeveloped. And I would say that's outside of Lonnie, the original survivors, because they didn't really do much. Lind- uh, like, especially because Lindsay was the only survivor. So, like, Marion got killed off almost immediately. And then, you know, um, her husband got killed. Right? No. Yes, her husband got killed in, the, in Halloween 2018. And, mm-hmm. yeah, just... um. Wait, I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought. Um, she, she, was, she was just killed immediately. Um... You know, uh, Tommy is able to do some stuff, but he's still, you know, is able, is killed off. Uh, the only original survivor that still makes it through this movie is still, um, Lindsay. Lindsay Wallace. Yeah. Because everybody else is Wait, just brutally murdered. Laurie's granddaughter? No, no, no. Um, from, from the, uh, survivors of the original attack from 1978. One of the oh, kids yeah. that she was babysitting. Yeah. So, uh, like, she was at least a survivor in this. Yeah, okay, I think. Yeah, but um, in terms of characters I I didn't, you know, the other characters that I didn't really like, there really weren't a whole lot, because um, there are some characters that I didn't love in the first one, but they were, you know, they, they took them out and, and just replaced it with other stuff. Um, like, I didn't mm-hmm. really care much for, for the, the cop with the uh, with the cowboy hat. So I'm glad he was yeah. in, into in this movie a whole lot. I just don't really care for his character. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do like the little petition that I put on Twitter that from now on, we're not going to play Marco Polo. We're just going to replace that with Big John and Little John. That's going to be your new thing now. That's going to be my <laughs> new thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I love them so much that I changed my name on Twitter. My name on Twitter is literally Medium John. Medium John. So you oh got, you know, Little John, Medium John, and, and Big John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Now, was there any characters that you specifically liked or, or wish you they could have done more or stuff like that? So, for me, it's a couple. Or not, like, no, more than a couple. Uh, um, so, for sure, it's definitely Michael Myers in general. Because, like I said, it's just the way that he moved and, like, his... He was, like, very brutal, and I was like, damn, like, if you keep moving out like this, you might be my new favorite character. You'd be kicking <laughs> Chucky out of the water at this point, like, but, like, you know, but I really uh, did enjoy that, you know, we actually kind of see a little bit about what Michael Myers actually looks like, but, yeah, um, just, like, a little tiny, tiny, tiny bit. A little, but we don't really see, see him, but we, we do get, like, a snippet, because now we see the reaction of the town, how they he they what they perceive of what they know him of um or as kind of thing but besides michael himself i think it's uh the gay couple um i really time. enjoyed <laughs> yeah they 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 just literally uh they were so funny and yeah. the fact that um i really liked that you know the scene where they like have like different music and they just kind of vibe before, like, you know, they die. It's, like, it was, like, really cool. Yeah. But besi- besides that, um, definitely um, the nurse, the nurse that, you know, that got killed off immediately, too, because her exaggerated, uh, you know, bravery to go to the car. And then she's like, oh, Michael's inside the the car. And then, you know, tries to gap her husband. And then, you know, like... But she was some. They were helpful. The fact that they they had gone through this scare and they would still decided to help, like exactly. especially from their car being stolen, like shows a lot about their like how good potential characters like to keep them around would be. But of course, they didn't, and you know, kind of cool. Yeah. But you know, they give the, they gave them the okay. We couldn't give you uh, uh like kind of like a. A supporting role, I guess you could say. But here's some silver shamrock mask to commemorate that you were still a memorable character because now <laughs> you get to be an Easter egg. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but, you know, after we've talked about our characters, I think it is time for us to talk about uh, the music in this film. Yes. Um, the fact that it references back to the 70s. Oh, like the, there yes. were the 70s, like soundtrack, like yes, especially during the flashback and some throughout the film too, which I was genuinely surprised about. I'm like, wow, like this genuinely feels like I'm still watching a Halloween mm-hmm. film. It doesn't matter how old it gets, especially the um that one musical scene that goes like ding, da ding, ding. I'm like, ooh, that is just so creepy already. That and even like the the sound that he makes whenever he shows up, you know that little that little uh, ding. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool too. It, it's more modernized, though. of course. They keep yeah. the original these, but then as we are more in the modern take of it, it's like more modernized, but it still uh, creates that feel. Um, except a little bit when. Um, when he attacks the the the, the movie the music kind of gets drowned out in the action scene a little I bit. I agree. Um, yeah. That I wish they didn't because I feel like that's like the charm of it because then 
But obviously throughout the film, when he's not attacking, like you get to enjoy the nostalgia of mm-hmm. the old stuff. But then, of course, during the actual attack scenes when they're struggling, there's like a like it gets drowned out in the mixing of the sound, which I kind of um, wish um, they would tone it down a bit on the action part rather than on the musical style. Mm-hmm. Because I guess, yeah, that was one of my issues too. Where like the music itself felt like, felt like a little drowned out by all the sound that was going on. Like to yeah. the point where like I'm gonna have to look up the uh the soundtrack so I can really hear it and get like a feel for the score because I just wasn't able to when I was over there. So I think it would be a little bit, you know, advantageous to do that. Um but yeah. yeah, and even then like the pieces that are there that I can clearly hear, they're good, they're really good, but I think I just like the baseball bat scene in in Halloween twenty eighteen. Yeah. Just like, and even like the the piece where Allison sees the shape for the first time. Like that is such a creepy sound in in Halloween twenty eighteen, and like I feel like some of that was like missing a little bit in 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 this version of it in the in Halloween Kills. I'm gonna have to go and rewatch that, but mm. I mean, it could be that you know. Um, I feel like. Not only did they keep a lot of the that old feel like like we were talking about, but there were like some new sounds that I just wasn't a fan of. I'm like, I don't know mm-hmm. what you're trying to do. Yeah, but, there uh, were some like weird choices being made. I was like, don't do that. Just bring back the old. <laughs> shit. Like, like it's because the old soundtrack or even like the modern take on it. Still, like I said, is just it still feels like a halloween movie and if you try to take elements away from that it just i don't know like i don't know what you're trying to do with it yeah yeah i'll just feel like oh i'm watching another slasher film even though we are kind of like in a in a resurrection of some slasher films Mm -hmm. coming on right now i mean we got scream coming out next year too so you know Mm -hmm. a whole lot of good stuff with the slashers going on and chuck and And the chuck tv series yeah, I have I have to start watching that too. Oh, it's so good! It's a really fun show. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to get started yeah. on it. Uh, but I think that's really all we had to say on the music. Like I said, it, we I don't think we loved it. We liked it. Besides, hmm. Besides, ghost at the end of the credits. <laughs> oh yes, yes, we got to talk about ghost. At the end of the credits, because that song is so good. So it's such a great the song. The way that Ghost released this song. So of course, the actual original uh, mixing of it. I mean, if you guys already didn't know, hi, I'm like a ghost whore. Like I live and breathe the ghost BC all day, every day. Um, but in the YouTube video, they the 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 music is more rock heavy based um with the 80s vibe and you know that's fine whatever but the one in the credits is the movie edited version and that's meant to go in the credits but um it gave a different feel to it 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 kept the original you know like lyrics and everything and some instrumentals in there but i don't know like they gave it that halloween vibe like they you could tell like they were trying to make some like 
uh, you know, the original dee, 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 like in mm. some sort of form inside the song, and I yeah. loved it so much. I'm like, and now that I get to have it on the vinyl, and I pre-ordered that shit, I'm like so ready. I'm just like, <laughs> I used the crap out of that, but you know, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think about it? Oh, it's a great song. Like, uh, like I said earlier in, in some previous episodes, I I haven't really listened to a lot of Ghost's music yet, just because like I'm making my way through my back catalog of music. But this song was amazing. Like uh, the yeah. both the original and the movie edit were so yeah. good. I, I'm excited because I really I I did really appreciate the fact that Tobias Forge uh, was able to make edits to his own song. What I did learn is that um, the director reached out to Tobias and mm-hmm. he said, "Hey, I want you to create a song for the Halloween movie uh, if you're interested." And Tobias Ford is like, hell yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested. But unfortunately, because I'm in the middle of releasing like an album pretty fucking soon, like I have a list of songs that I'm ready to release, mm-hmm. but um, I'll see what works. So Tobias Forge apparently already has a whole bunch of list of songs that he's ready to drop. And uh, and I'm just like, give me the list. Already dropped some shit. I'm <laughs> tired of waiting. <clears throat> but he did remember that um, it was a, the original song was supposed to be named like Harvest Harvest Moon or whatever. But mm-hmm. then he changed it to Hunter's Moon because Hunter's Moon represents the moon that the Halloween only falls in. So he's like, okay. So he made some adjustments to the lyrics to make it fit in the Halloween realm that will help it, like you know like market well for the movie. Mm-hmm. So he made adjustments and he's like, Hey, I had already made this song, but you can have it. I made some adjustments. I hope you like it. And the director's like, great, I'll take it. So like, he didn't even have to rewrite an entire new song. He was yeah. like, pre-list. He was like, here you go. Like, it's like, it was exactly it was still good. I think it was a, still a smart choice. So good, good job Tobias. <clears throat> but yeah. Yeah. But uh, now that we've talked about the music, I think it's time for us to get to the last section that we wanted to talk about, and that was more of the technical aspects of it, and specifically the uh, flashback sequences. Okay, before that. Yes. Before that. I wanted to say this because I feel like it's a technical side. So I'm not going to talk about specifically about the flashback sequences. Hold on. <clears throat> delete, delete, delete. I had to let that one yeah. out. Ugh, I, that was annoying. So, the thing I wanted to talk about is how fucking impressed I was. I mean, this could be something simple, but I was so impressed with like the shots of when Michael Myers was like killing the firefighters and the way that the camera, the the, the it's just the view from inside the helmet. Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah, I was like, I was so impressed with those, like, especially like the flopping over of the head. And then like when that that same firefighter that was dead, like we see him like kind of still going hard, like into the other thing. I was like, oh, my God, like, I really love those (laughs) shots. Like, please teach me how to do these shots. Like, also like it like from a technical side of like, um, you know, camera work and all that stuff. I thought that was really well done. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of great shots in this, like like the one you're discussing, you know, with the uh, with the firefighters. Um, I really like the shot of some of the rioters, you know, uh, Tommy, Lonnie, and their kids 
finding the the bodies of the doctor and Marion. Because those, yeah. yeah, that that is such a cool imagery because it's just these dead, bladed up body bodies wearing the uh, the shil- silver, uh, silver shamrock masks, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was it was definitely um, I was thoroughly really impressed with the camera work in this one. Yeah, me uh, too. I feel like it was very crisp. It was very uh, um. I don't know, like, I, it just felt really clean to me. Like, it didn't feel messy. Mm-hmm. And I, the action the action shots didn't feel too shaky either. Which I really um, appreciate, yes. Yeah, because normally when you're filming a lot of action shots, you want to have, like, a shaky movement almost, like, following with the action. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you don't always want to go that route because at that point you're just really desperate for something to happen it's just at that point it's just annoying to watch it's distracting you it's very distracting so i really appreciated the time that they did for um that but yeah besides that the more technical side as he wanted to discuss is the flashback which of course still impressive oh yeah to me it's fair but um actually before i do that I, i just thought of another scene that i really liked when it came to the cinematography and that is the um ending massacre where it's just mm-hmm. these shots, like these really cool close-ups of Michael Meyer and you know his knife, like cutting through people or like beating people up. I thought those were really cool because it's just these black backgrounds with his hand, just you know, just making his way through this crowd of people. Yeah, it's also like crazy. Um, how like how surprising that ending was too, in general. Like, um, you know, we actually see like the whole entire town come together and the way that was shot mm-hmm. but at the same time you know he's strong and it's like every time he kills he just gets a new power um that's one of the mo- more memorable quotes coming out there too uh it's like the more he kills it's like the more power he gains kind the of more thing, transcends you know? yeah and so he's like yeah um you y- y'all want to fuck with me i'm about to fuck with y'all Even more yeah i'm gonna become a god <laughs> Um, but moving on now to those flashback sequences, I, I love the attention to detail and everything. Um, first mm-hmm. of all, it, it, of course, Michael Myers, cause he did not die in the water trap that they made for him or the fire trap. Yeah. Um, and just, uh, the, the look of him is original, you know, just a spitting image of the original from 1978 with, the you know, the crisp looking mask with the nice design on it and everything. And um, again, the attention to detail, like when they walk into the Myers house and they find the the body of the dead dog that you know he had eaten. Uh, and even when they get to the uh, when they get to to Judith's room, you can see a broken piece of glass uh, from a shingle that had fallen on the house, which also happened straight to home on on VHS. So I thought that was a nice little callback to that. Um, and again, just like the overall look of Michael Myers was just incredible. Yeah. And, um, they, and they even did a really good job because it was all shot uh, digital, but then they decided to add graining in post-production. Yeah, which which still made it look pretty clean. Um, oh, yeah. For me, I noticed it the most when uh, Lonnie was getting uh, like bullied um, by the other kids. I think, I think it was Lonnie. Um... He was getting bullied by the other kids and they were like calling him a whole bunch of stuff. And then the police officer was like, go home. Like there's a guy in a white mask 
that just kills three people down the block. Um, that's when you can really see um, how far back, you know, how much work they actually put into this to make it seem authentic to that time yeah. frame that they were referring to. That's when I like really, really saw it. I was like, "Yep, this is oh, this yes. is a pretty solid." The attention and like, detail was just so good. And like kids made fun of each other, like in those movies, like it, like it was nothing. Like, and you you say something like that to a kid, <laughs> like everybody's like, "Nah, fam, nah, we canceling you, we canceling you, nah, fam." Like, <laughs> it's cancel culture nowadays. Hi, yeah. welcome to. 21 and Gen Zers, hi. <laughs> okay, Zoomer. Oh my god. Sorry. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I said, the technical aspects were really good. This was a really strong movie in terms of its cinematography, in terms of the way they made things look, you know, from the uh the overall chaos of the hospital to the very suburban look of all the homes that Michael Myers enters and everything like that. Um and again, and like I said, those, yeah, the lighting was really, really good too, especially on those pumpkins because mm-hmm. it's part of the charm of those pumpkins is not being able to see the lighting on them, so you don't like yeah. see inside. So I thought that was really mm-hmm. well uh, handled as well. And I forgot to mention this from a post fucking production standpoint, the fucking beginning of this movie, the fact that it feels very, uh, you know, nineteen seventy eight, like the way it started. But of course, it's not just one pumpkin. It's like several pumpkins, but yeah. still, like they still kept the original like lettering, and like you know that pumpkin feel in the beginning to like really like make sure that it's like hey like make it pop. Calling back, yeah, make it pop. It was really good. <laughs> I was like, damn, I, I I really do commend these people that stay true to like the original art. I mean, of course, still re- disregarding the other remakes, but still like. Going back to that, still pretty freaking cool from a post production aspect. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And again, the sound editing too, with like the, you know, the the impacts that Michael Myers has on like the people where he like stabs them or he like squishes them in something. Like the sound of that is just freaking nightmarish. Mm-hmm. But now that I think about it, I mean, this is kind of like I don't know if this is a dumb question. It might be a dumb question. <laughs> Like, the original font for Halloween or, like, you know, like, is that just solely reserved now because it would be a copyrighted under that film? Or can anybody still use that font? Like, specifically um, use? That's a very good question. I am not sure, actually. I think it's supposed can to be... Can you copyright a font? Can you copyright yeah, I a I don't font? even know if you can copyright a font. I think they were just... They could just use it. Yeah. I've never heard of anybody copywriting a font, so I don't know. Because, like, you know how you we recognize certain fonts by the way that they look? And then, you know, like, you can make Stranger Things, you know, like, have, like, the really big S and, you know, with, like, in the between the lines and with the long stuff. But if you tried to do anything like that similarly, would you get copyrighted if you had tried to make another movie? Yeah, I have no idea. I really don't. Yeah. Um, time to Google that and, and yeah. put it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I believe, I <laughs> but I believe that we've really discussed the stuff that we really enjoyed, the things that we didn't, uh, our favorite kills or non-favorites, uh, the whole saga going on right now with the um, with the people that Michael had knocked out, with the the people that were attacking him, like the sedatives and that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
Um, and we talked about the characters that we liked, some of the sound design, and even the characters that we liked. So I, uh, I, I, like I said, I'm very happy with this movie. It was a really fun movie to watch. It was really entertaining. It was really violent. Um, and I'm guessing we have another two years to find out what uh, what happens next year. Actually, Halloween Ends is uh, coming out next year. Oh, so I guess we'll the day see. delay. Yeah, the but what's interesting is it's going to have a four year time uh, time jump, so it's going to go forward an extra four years. Oh, so we're going to catch up to like modern time. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um. But outside of that, I don't think I have anything else to add. Do you have anything else you'd like to say? No. All right. I really enjoyed this movie. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. you know, it's Halloween and we watched a traditional Halloween film. We had we didn't talk to you guys about other little jibbery, uh other Halloween movie traditions. But, you know, something fresh, something new. Yeah, exactly. And, of course something uh that you know hopefully you guys will also enjoy uh watching now that we have given you a little bit of an insight instead of just giving you an entire summary of it yeah um but yeah with that i think it is time to call this an episode um we're gonna go ahead and do our basic housekeeping so uh vanya where can we find you everyone so you can find me on youtube and on twitter under hhn cultus uh, I basically do uh, horror-related stuff, such as makeup, uh, regarding to uh, Halloween Horror Nights, uh, horror movies, horror TV shows, what have you, and also keeping up with Universal Studio updates. Kind of like a little theme park vlog kind of thing. But now that we are done with the Halloween season, I am switching over a little bit of gears to uh, uh, Krampus Cultus, which I basically cover uh christmas events um not just like you know evil but also like funsy stuff that you guys can do but i also uh really love grinchmas and like krampus stuff so i will be going to a few krampus events as well so hopefully i will be covering some of that very nice, um but very i will nice. be going back to uh hhn cultist back in january uh but you know you can still find me under that name anyway that name is solely mine on twitter and youtube hopefully um but yeah but there's other people interesting more interesting in the podcast other than myself uh yusuf where can we find you uh yes so for our for my personal stuff you can find me on instagram at yusuf1220 and on twitter at it be yusuf i mostly post a little bit more on uh twitter more than anything else um and then for our podcast you can find us on spotify anchor apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you can find uh podcasts um, and actually something I want to mention for anybody who's listening to this on Spotify, one of the new, we used Anchor as a distribution platform, but one of the new things that Anchor added, uh, for Spotify specifically is, um, questions like a Q and A. So, um, in the last couple of episodes, I've added a couple questions there and we'd love to hear some answers, you know, like, uh, one of them was, um, for example, like, what, what was your favorite scene from Army of Darkness or what was your favorite scene from Evil Dead 2013? And you have an option to to answer that question, and you know we can you can reach out to us that way, and we can read those out on some next episodes. Um, to hear some, I yeah. love to hear some feedback on that. And then for the rest of our socials, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as our uh, and YouTube, as sounds from the grave, as well as our um, email, sounds from the grave podcast at gmail dot com, and. Yeah. 
the last thing I wanted to mention, actually, um, I personally recently became uh, what they call an ambassador for um, a jewelry brand called uh, Ghost Jewels. But um, I decided mm -hmm. to combine that with uh, Sounds from the Grave. So um, Ghost Jewels makes a lot of really cool, like, um, you know, 100% metal jewelry, whether that's uh, rings, necklaces, and some bracelets. And um, they're all inspired by, like, horror and um, occult stuff. So, for example, the last three that I got were actually um, a ring made to look like the Frankenstein's monster head. Uh, and then uh, another one with a demonic um, skull and horns, like a, almost like a um, oh gosh, like a like a ram um, skull, and then also a uh, necklace with a really interesting like satanic looking star. So they make and like I said, they're they're all like really high quality materials. They're all like um, you know grade metals and. Um, we all, we do have a promo code that you guys can use for that. So if you, uh, go to ghostjewels.com, um, and pick up any items that they carry there, if you type in the promo code gravesounds30, you can actually get, instead of 30, uh, they didn't tell me this at the time, they told me it was 30, they actually changed it, you can get 50% off your order. So the promo oh, code, again, is gravesounds30, so you can use that at the checkout lane and you can get 50% off your order, so, uh. If you're interested in that kind of stuff, definitely check them out. They're at uh, www.ghostjewels.com and uh, get some spooky jewelry. Sounds good. That, that sounds really awesome. Yeah. And I'll be posting some pictures of that on uh, on our socials as well uh, once I get everything situated. And I'm, I'm actually planning like, a little bit of a photo shoot with a friend, so I might use that as an opportunity to uh, show them off and, and some very good lighting and like some cool atmosphere. Cool. Um, very nice yeah but that is our episode i hope you guys really enjoyed uh this version of our movie review instead of just a, more of a summary it's more of like a breakdown of what we did uh you know what uh the aspects of the movie were um so we bid you a good night or good day whenever you're listening to this and that you stay spooky and happy halloween everybody spooky happy halloween all right bye everybody bye